get em. If you won't say it, I'll say it. Because I ain't scared to say it. I ain't scared to say how I truly feel. I ain't scared to get to present the conclusion of my analysis of a situation. I can stand firm on what I say. Because I was taught to research, research, research before you speak. So before I say anything, you can believe one thing for sure. I done did the one. I done did the research. I done did the knowledge on I ain't just talking to be talked. I don't even like doing a lot of talking. But somebody got to say what got to be said. Because everybody mumbling to themselves about it. That ain't going to get it. It's time that we suit up, boot up, and make the ADOC feel our pain. Well, as the brother said, we redistributing the pain. You've been giving me pain and hell for 500 years. It's time that we get tired. I'm trying to stick and tired and get some reciprocity. The African way. Is reciprocity, man. Get you got to give somebody what they give you, man. They've been giving us hell and misery, man. Get but why but in why the hell in we the ain't reciprocating? Like, like what? Like, like, like a chance, man. Whoop that trick. Whoop that trick. Get him. Whoop that trick. Get him. Whoop that trick. Get him. Whoop that trick. down and find our own humanity. You know what I'm saying? We have to identify with the humanity in these brothers, even though they're in their low right now. Because we need We need every able-bodied man on these plantations to come to full understanding of who you are and what the situation is. And, and you know, man, your post. It's time to run it. You know what I'm saying? You know, these next 30 days, you know, we push it. You know, circulating words through all these plantations. You don't know what it is. The call is just made for something. Being in something. Read. I'm gonna make these suckers recognize I ain't playing hope. If you violate off the top trick, you gotta go. Out of hell, getting a lot of shit. And I'm about to flip. Now I think it's time to show you bitches who you fucking with. That's the name, and I came to bring the tape, and I own my desk, got me busting that you living lane. Yeah, ain't no, you fucking with a street nigga, from the gutter, pimp, got black drug dealer. Born and raised in that M, Memphis, Tennessee, before it's said and done, you bitches don't remember me. It's only the beginning, I got a lot to say, it's been a long time, and you got hell to pay. Ain't no love, ho, just bring it through the door. I fall none, let my nuts hang through the flow. So if you go dumb, this is your best wish. Better come correct because I came to break you off. Something to make these people understand that enough is enough. The line is drawn in the same. No longer will I accept your man, your joke man. I will no longer accept and you know, that's what I'm preaching from prison to prison, plantation to plantation. You know, we done waited long enough. We done filed all the petitions we can file. We done filed laws. We done did everything. And everybody everybody on this line and anybody in ADOC know that the brothers from Halifax County 
and schools, every administration, and every prison, every governor. And we've been doing this for years. And we still right here going through the same thing. Because the enemy, and when I say enemy, I'm talking about the one who's trying to snuff out your life, gave you a system to correct what he did to you. So surely this system is set up in a way to preserve and to perpetuate this system for. So you ain't no need expecting the channels of the court to work for us. It was created by the people who are in power in order to preserve and ensure that they stay in power. So you know the game that we play by appealing to these judges who we know don't care about us or our life, but we get into that, you know, that hope and maybe he might do this, he might follow the law and, and then when it come back they deny it, you know, now you don't care about nothing, now you don't care about going home, you finna crash out, you won't kill somebody, you know, all this stuff, you emotionally caught up in a situation and you know what the answer is before you even get it, but you still hoping for it, we all been there. We all been betting on the court system to be able to vindicate. Uh, you know, I can prove what the DA did. I can prove what the judge did. I can prove what the jury did. But they don't care because you're just a number to them. You're a commodity to them. You're not a person. So you know, they not trying to release you know twenty five thousand dollars you know a year for nothing. You know that don't make business sense to them. So you know. They got some avenues, you know, and people tell you, you know, don't do it this way, don't do it that way, that ain't the right way, this and all that. Those are, you know, you know, reinforcers, you know, collaborators with the white supremacists. You know, some conscious, some unconscious. Some your loved ones. Some of them your loved ones will tell you not to try to get free a certain way. That that ain't the right way to do this and the right way to do that. You know what I'm saying? It's my loved one, I want them free. And I don't really care how you get free. I just don't want to see one of my loved ones going through this and crap being involved with somebody telling them what to do and treating them like an animal. Nah, I want you to be free by any means necessary. Get them. Peace, this is Max Parthas. I'm standing in tonight for the brothers from live from the plantation. Um, I was in the studio we're here at the Paul Cuffey Abolitionist Center and didn't realize they weren't going to be able to manage it tonight until too late. So I figured I'd just get on, play a few clips of the brothers talking, some music, and open the lines if you have a story to tell or you just want to wish the brothers a Merry Christmas, a Happy Holidays. Let them know that you're here and support. So I'll be here throughout. Remember to press 1 on your keypad. If you have something to say, and I will open your line. Until then, uh, let's go ahead and switch the gears and go to Brother Ken. I'm being all we want. If you sitting on the plantation, if you on, if you hit, if you hear at Parson or any one of the rest of the camps, if you hear at any of the rest of one of the camps throughout the state, whether it's Mississippi, whether it's Alabama, whether it's California, I don't give a damn if it's Afghanistan. If you sitting in one of them uh one of them prisons, one of them plantations, and you're not doing everything in your power, in your reach to get on down, then you messed up. There's something wrong. You need to correct yourself. You need to check yourself. You feel what I'm saying? And if your loved one if you are an individual on the outside that's constantly assisting the individual that's on the inside that ain't doing anything to get out. But at the same time, 
constantly telling you, well, I need help with this here, I need help with that there, but they not doing everything in their power to get out, and you just messed up they are. Just being all You see what I'm saying? So uh, I made that post, man. I made, I'm, I'm, make, I'm making this live right here strictly for that particular person right there. You know, for those that's on the inside, if you know, if, if, if you are sitting on the inside, you see what the administration is doing to you. You see how the administration is feeding you. As, uh, as well as you see the, the, uh, the, uh, the way that the system is set up, you see the laws and everything that's going on. You in prison. Just, just plain and simple, you're, you're in prison. You know what's going on. You know what you're being, you know how you're being uh, 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 treated. Nobody has to tell you these things here. If you got an individual such as myself, such as me and any of the rest of my comrades that come with me, uh, if you see us reach up, reach our hands out to you, trying to uh, get assistance on what's going on over here or what's going on over there, and you don't reach your hand out, then what the hell is you? I mean, what's up, man? I mean, man, I don't understand it. We might as well go ahead and put y'all remember the guy um from Life Hopping Bob that they gave the shotgun to and told dude about the gun line. And he was man, you might as well be Hopping Bob or some damn body. You feel what I'm saying? We might as well go ahead and just give you a pistol. Give you, a, uh, give you a shotgun to keep us from uh, going across the gun line. You feel what I'm saying? Because you're not assisting us on getting freedom. You see what I'm saying? You would rather sit, your, sit there on your ass, smoke your cigarettes, or smoke your weed, or smoke your spice, and eat you a zuzu and a wham-wham like everything is all cuckoo. You know what I'm saying? This ain't, this ain't what it is, man. Just being all the way 100. This is not what it is, man. Ain't nothing cool. Ain't nothing nice. Ain't nothing friendly about being in a, in a slave. Just being all the way 100. So if you think it's cool to be a slave, if you think it's nice to be a slave, then, you know, hey, just, you know, just let it be known. But uh, uh, if you are one of the individuals that's sitting on the inside, that's sitting on the inside, and you see... One of the comrades that's a part of one of these organizations. We got many organizations that's out there that's pushing and trying to do what they can. They lose, they lose time, they lose money, they lose energy. They use a whole, they lose a whole lot of stuff trying to help individuals on the inside to get out. You see what I'm saying? So if you're on the inside and you ain't doing nothing to assist them, then you messed up, bro. I'm being all the way real. You need to be kicking your ass. All the way 100. You need to be kicking your ass. You feel what I'm saying? So. Uh, I'm making this post. I'm making it. I'm doing this live right here because I, I'm, I'm, I'm really reaching out to those that say that they're leaders on the inside of these bars. Just real, real talk. If you say that you are a leader on the inside of these things, if you have any form of influence, then yo, then what you should be doing is using that influence to get the hell out. All right, not trying to use, utilize your uh, your power. Your influence, your uh, whatever the case may be, not trying to utilize that to get comfortable on the plantation. Was brother Kent out of Mississippi? Once again, this is Max Parthas here in the studio at the Paul Cuffey Abolitionist Center, holding it down with brothers from live from the plantation. I'll be playing some music and some clips of them couple of other surprises if you do want to get in and say something uh wish the brothers well or just share your thoughts remember to press one on your keypad um till then i'm gonna keep it moving because you know even though uh we're seeing all these things happening across the country 
Ain't nobody worried. Ain't nobody worrying when the shots fly high and the sirens start to rain. Ain't nobody worrying when the kids die young and the mothers are suffering. Ain't nobody praying when they kneel down low, all they're doing is time that you strain. Ain't nobody worrying, no more, no more, no more, no more. The homeless have nowhere to turn when their stomach starts to burn cause they ain't got food to eat. How the children gonna learn when they gotta take turns cause they ain't got books to read. Then our babies turn to crime, started getting high cause the job train's kinda slow. Ain't nobody worrying, no more, no more, no more, no more, no more. When the tears start to fall and you can't see your way, the job will carry on, come on. Mother on her own, trying to beat the drought. Tell me where will this end? All the suffering, my face is running low. Ain't nobody worrying. No more, no more, no more, no more, no more. Ain't nobody worrying. No more, no more, no more, no more, no more. When the tears start to fall and you can't see your way.
And that's how rain start to rain. When the kids die young and the mothers are suffering. Ain't nobody. When they kneel down low, all they're doing is time to shoot strings. Don't worry. No more, no more. No more, no more, no more. Ain't nobody worrying. No more, no more, no more, no more, no more. Ain't nobody. Ain't nobody worrying. Anthony Hamilton, uh, you are tuned in to Live from the Plantation. The brothers are not here tonight, so I'm just holding it down, playing some music and some clips from their previous programs. If you do want to join me, feel free to press 1 on your keypad, and I will open up your mic. Until then, as I said, I'm going to keep it moving. I'm going to hear from Honor Yard, Brother Samuel Brown, Emotional Illiteracy-Based Criminality. Abolition. Abolition. Today. Abolition. Today. Abolition. Systems of trauma. Hyperarousal. Constriction. Disassociation or denial. Hypervigilance. Intrusive imagery or flashback. Nightmares and night terrors. Abrupt mood swings. Temper tantrums frequent anger or crying, panic attacks, anxiety and phobias, depression and feelings of impending doom, shame and lack of self-worth, inability to love, nurture or bond with other individuals, and last but not least, reenactment of the trauma. Trauma doesn't know a color, Trauma doesn't know an age. Trauma doesn't know a tax bracket. Trauma doesn't know any of these things. Anybody can be traumatized in anybody. Does that sound familiar? Interesting to find out what your symptoms of trauma are, aren't they? Yes, that's not who you are. But it's a symptom of being traumatized. And we're here to heal each other. Isolation, inability to love, addictive behavior, insomnia, depression, hypervigilance, avoidance, shame, addictive behavior, shame, panic attacks, depression, isolation, shame, inability to be loved, depression. You needed the support when you were a little boy. You needed to be seen, you needed to be held, you needed to be loved. And what happened was your mom and your dad, they just couldn't do it. And there's no shame. There's no shame in what they did because they were doing the best that they could. I've been coming to jail since the age of 12. And since the age of 13, I haven't been out in the streets for more than three months. All my brothers have been to prison. Three of us are lifers. I dealt with a lot of trauma growing up. And it was difficult and it still is to this day. And when I came to this yard, I didn't expect it to be any different than from every other yard that I've been to in the state of California. Violent, boundaries between races. I came here, I didn't see any of that. 
I saw an entirely different atmosphere. And the people around me, everybody was different. They treated you with a different kind of attitude, a different kind of respect. In one of our classes, we were talking about the effects of slavery on our behavior. And I'm gonna be honest with you, I ain't agree with it when I first heard it. But then when he talked about the discipline, I had a flashback of how I used to get whipped with a bull whip, naked. I didn't put the two and two together, but I realized, you know, that's how slaves were whipped because it was generational trauma passed on from one mother to another mother to another mother, and it passed on to me. I still got marks on my legs and stuff behind that. And I just remembered there was no one I could run to, no one could help me. And she just was telling me how much she loved me, and she cried and she beat me with a bullwhip. But I was thankful today for the opportunity to forgive myself, to forgive her, and forgive all those people who would traumatize her. I lost my father. I never got a chance to meet my father until I met him in prison because my uncles believed that he wasn't a man because he was gay. My mother was on drugs. My sister was sexually molested by my stepfather and my mother blamed me for that. And I walked with that anger. And then I got among these men, every man on this yard. And a lot of brothers took a lot of time out with me from education to self-help groups to church. And I decided to change. It wasn't no easy task. So for a lot of guys that walk up to me and I walk up to them and hug them, cause I didn't get them hugged. And I show y'all that love because y'all showed me that love. 31 years, I walked up in there and I got found suitable to go home. I love y'all, man. Thank you so much. Beautiful. So one more time, y'all. There is no shame. There is no shame. I can't hear y'all. There is no shame. There is no shame. Through the mist and the pain, I've learned to maintain. There is no shame. Through the mist of the pain, I've learned to maintain. There is no shame, there is no shame, there is no shame. Through the midst of the pain, I've learned to maintain, there is no are just incredible men that got the wrong hand this lifetime and it's going to change now and I can tell by what you've said and what you're doing that the future is, is bright. None of us in here were born evil, and that many men turn, and women, turn to criminal behavior as a result of not knowing how to process their emotions or what they're dealing with. And so the more that we do this work that Fritzy and the Compassion Prison Project is bringing to us, 
the more we better understand that we were not born bad people and weren't able to heal ourselves. So we will look forward to working with you all, Governor Gavin Newsom, Dr. Robert Anza, Dr. Felitti, Surgeon General Nadine Burke-Harris. Help us. We need your help. Getting the word out and helping the people heal. Thank you very much. Hi, my name is Fritzi Horseman, founder of the Compassion Prison Project. Thank you so much for watching our most recent promo. We are asking for donations so that we can continue our urgent and important work, educating the public about the devastating effects of childhood trauma and bringing this awareness to the men, women, and children living in prison. We are also asking that you visit our website and take the Adverse Childhood Experiences Survey, also known as the ACEs Survey, and learn about what trauma does to the brain, body, and spirit. Please share the ACEs survey with your friends, family, community members, and coworkers so we can bring this conversation onto the global stage. Together we can shift this paradigm in how we incarcerate, isolate, and dehumanize the most traumatized members of our society. Thank you for your compassion, and thank you again for watching. Abolition. Abolition. Today. Once again, this is Max Parth is holding it down for the brothers here. Um, I see I got a hand up, 9535. Go ahead and say what you got to say. You're live from the plantation. 9535. Yeah. Hey, how you doing? Welcome to your show. I don't know if anyone is joining and listening tonight. Um, Just, um, Calling in, uh, keeping our voices heard. It's the holiday season, and um, it's a difficult time for everybody, you know. Um, so I just wanted to make sure that um, you know if somebody's out there listening, if he's here, here, just some encouragement. You know what I'm saying? I know it's, it's it's very hard for people during the holidays to be away from their loved ones. It's hard to be away, period. But like these are the times when families come together and people can say what they want about the holidays, say what they want about the culture, but some people are able to, to embrace the family aspect of it. That's what's most important for a lot of people now because it's a tradition. And just like other traditions, we have to make, we have to make their traditions. We have to make something out of, you know what I'm saying? We have to make something out of it for ourselves. Um, And so this is another one of their holidays, one of their traditions that we've made something out of. We made something out of the ability to be together for family. So, like, um, I talked last month about uh, Thanksgiving and how I was right now from a guy who committed suicide because he was trying to get the phone and couldn't get the phone. And so, if your loved one calls, you know, please, um, you know what I'm saying, try to answer the call, try to take the call. And, um, it's just hard. You know, nobody's having a, a easy time going through this conditions that we're living in. Um, there's so many things going on in the news uh, in Alabama, uh, Ohio, Texas, so many places around the world. Uh, I get a chance to do something that I just told you. I have one of my loved ones incarcerated calling me, so hold on so I can take this call. <laughs> Accidentally hung up. Well, so I'm gonna miss that call. But you know, these are the uh, 
these are those dog days of the winter when when it's when it's hard on everyone. But just stay encouraged, you know. Continue to um, continue to organize. Continue to support your loved one. Continue to encourage them to to do better, uh, to overcome anything, any obstacles that's in their path. Um, just you know, just um, you gotta keep fighting. You, know, you got to fight through these good, tough times, fight through these moments, and you keep looking for the other side. But, you know, no one's going to do this for us. No one's going to fight this battle for us. We're going to have to win it ourselves. So uh, I just mainly wanted to say that. Like I said, I don't know who all is on, don't know who's listening, don't know what anybody needs to hear, even myself. You know, I need I need encouragement. I need it to be lifted up, you know. You know I don't have people in my corner that inspire me and encourage me won't let me give up. Even when I want to, they still won't let me give up. And those are the kind of people that you appreciate having, you know what I'm saying, in your life. You know, those are the kind of people that you tend to, to bond with. You know what I'm and so if anybody want to press one, go ahead and press one. If you got something you want to talk about, you know, just say something. Shout out to your loved one. Uh, whatever you want to do, we'll be here for a little while. Just uh, spending the holidays. Live from the plantations, um, uh, wherever you may be calling from, welcome, welcome to chime in. But like I said, uh, the fight continues. They they don't release people for holidays. They still keep 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 people locked up. So that means you have to continue to fight through those days as well. Saw some interesting things in the news. Um, Alabama. I saw I saw a report that said that um, students. Um, against the prison in the state of Alabama are planning to, to have a protest on December 28th. So that's something that's going on in Alabama. Um, the, the, the private prison process is still in full effect ahead, full effect, um, still a lot of secrecy around it. Still no one really knows any of the particulars. No one knows about the paperwork. All of that stuff is still ongoing in the state of Alabama. Uh, we see the COVID numbers around the country continuing to just, you know, wipe people out behind these walls, and these people still don't want to release anyone. And so the burden is on us. You know, it's a lot of stuff going on outside, and there's a lot of organizing going on on the outside. You know, there has to be organizing going on on the inside also at the same time in order for this stuff to be legitimate. You know, no one should be advocating or trying to do anything that does not include um, action from the inside. Everyone should be assisting with that. I mean, this is the hardest level. This is the hardest level of organizing. History is shown. And they said the only successful slavery uh, rebellion in history was in Haiti. So we already know that the odds are stacked against us, and this is a very, very difficult group to organize. And so for people to be around the movement and to not be actively involved in it, you know, that's um that's very um that's very noticeable, noticeable behavior. You know, people have their differences, a lot of stuff is going on, you know, things ain't perfect, but there are no problems that are bigger than the than the problem. There's no problem bigger than slavery. You know, there's no problem that's going on right now that's bigger than the institution of slavery. And what they got going on on these plantations, uh, drugs, the mental health stuff, the violence, um, you know, 
and add COVID on top of that, it's going to be hard to survive. And that's the point blank bottom line. It's, it's becoming more and more difficult to survive inside these prisons, you know, with all of the factors that are taking people's lives. So let's not wait until, let's not wait until it's, 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 it's um, you know, let's not wait until it's grotesque. Let's not uh, wait until the news that we see is, is terrifying and shocking because that's what this stuff has the potential to turn into if we don't do something. No. We got to be applying pressure. You know what I'm saying? We have to apply pressure, whether it's through work strikes, boycotts, uh, protesting at the prison. There has to be, the, the heat has to be turned up. The pressure has to be intensified. Because, I mean, if, if y'all just think about what's going on in society with these COVID numbers and the way all these numbers are spiking, deaths are spiking. Y'all know what's going to happen inside this prison. You know, people are the conversation about the vaccine. That's something people need to be talking about. You know, the vaccine is an issue inside these prisons. People really don't know. They're not informed. We have some people that have came on in the past, share medical information. Hopefully, if they listen, they'll come on tonight. But, I mean, there's so many different things going on right now. And we have to uh, step up our game. We have to step up our pressure. You know, Alabama has already broken the record for murders in prison. This year, they super exceeded last year's total already. You know, it's just a few more days left, thank God. But uh, <clears throat> they've already succeeded the death toll. COVID doesn't have a death toll. It's just constantly growing. It's just constantly growing, constantly growing. Suicides are up. You know, so uh, can't continue to sit by on the sidelines and wait for something to, you know, you can't wait for the tragedy all the time. We can't wait. We can't be can't be storm chasers, you know, waiting on a tragedy to occur before we decide that you know we want to get this time now. No, it's time now. Tragedy tragedy is already upon us. So, you got a caller? Okay, go ahead, Max. Bring the caller. Nine five two zero. You're live from the plantation. Hello, can you hear me? Yeah, we're yes, here, brother. How you doing, brother? Good evening, family. This is uh, Brother Elijah. I just want to extend a happy holidays from my family to all of you. And I just want to encourage everybody to remember that when we fight, we win. And there's only three things that's been playing over in my head for the last month. And my brother just got through saying it, and that was work strike, protest, and boycott. Work strike, protest, and boycott. I said work strike, protest, and boycott, and I'm pleased with that. God bless you all. I love you, brother. Thank you. We appreciate that. Brother Elisha, you being faithful to the Faithful to the calls, always sharing uh, wisdom and insight. And that has to become the new language. I mean, freedom freedom has a price. The price for us on the inside, he just described. Work strike, boycott, and protest. 2021 has to be the year of work strike, boycott, and protest. It has to be the year 
of work strikes, boycott, and protest. You know, if there's any organizing around any other thing, you know, on I have to say, I, I just say it's, Ill, it's illegitimate. I have to say it's illegitimate. And we all know we can disagree on methods, and that's okay. We can we can agree to disagree, but that's my that's my position on it. If it's not work strike boycott and protest, it's illegitimate because that is the minimum. That is the minimum that guys can do on this crowd. That's the minimum we can do. Work strike is nonviolent. Boycott is nonviolent. Protest is our family members on the outside. You know what I'm saying? But people get. The, the, the phrase nonviolent misconstrued. You know what I'm saying? We are, I'm saying that this is the least that we can do. This is the least that we can do. And there's no excuse why we shouldn't at least be doing that year round. This has to become a year round, you know. People claim these different organizations and claim this level of consciousness and claim that level of this and that in the third and claim this level of revolution and claim this level of, of, of gangsterism. And, and we got all of those claims on the inside. But whatever your organization is, the people who are part of that that are being represented in this, in this human rights movement that's being led from us on the inside, that has to be a part of the platform. It has to be the forefront of the platform because the policies and the legislation and that process, like, we 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 connected, true enough. We've connected with the people here in Alabama. Um, you know what I'm saying? We, we've got this process started, but that process does not go into effect until 2022. So that's just like what Ice Cube said. So if the, if the, 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 the deadline is 2022 that we're waiting on, so what are we supposed to do until then? That's not the only avenue available to resolve that issue. So what are we supposed to do until 2022? What can we do to expedite that process? And we got to answer that question. You know, we have to answer that question. The people who come to the table in these movements have to answer that question. The, the people who are our outside supporters have to answer that question. Yeah, there's a political education process that has to be taking place. But that has to be going on now. The movement is going to be eight years old. So how did how can anybody who's been everybody's claiming to have uh, been at the forefront? Everybody's claiming to be told the flag. Okay, so that means the political process has to have already been going going on. So we should be ready. Yeah, we we've got some obstacles to overcome. Yeah, they done threw the drugs in on us. We see the videos. We know what's going on with that. But how much longer is that going to be our problem? When are we going to come up with a solution to that? How are we going to reach these guys? How are we going to reach their families? How are we going to get people to understand that they have to stop purchasing this shit inside these prisons? We shouldn't be spending no money inside a prison. You know, our family members are in a, a financial crisis right now. And it will help them. And it will help us if we cut the money off. On both sides of the job, we will cut the money off. It will help everybody. So, I mean, we can't keep having all these uh, different conversations about all these different activities that we all involved. You know, we get on the call and you would 
you would think that we was on we was talking to some 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 brokers on Wall Street with all of the activity going on. Then we was on the middle of the flow in New York Stock Exchange on Wall Street. But that activity has to be activity sustenance. It has to be real work. And the work that we put in on the inside, work strike, boycott, and protein. Twenty twenty one has become the year of that. There cannot be a day go by where we're not bringing more and more people in to that concept. Not one day can go by where we're not bringing someone to that because that's the only way we're coming out of here. That's the only way we're coming out alive in the midst of this pandemic, in the midst of the epidemic. That is slaka and ice and heroin and fentanyl. It's the only way we're coming out alive. It's so hard to get a breath of fresh air in prison. It's hard to get a breath of fresh air in prison because everywhere you turn, there's a toxin in the air. Can't breathe now. We can't breathe. We can't breathe. We can't breathe. So, um, I mean, like I said, you know, it's the holiday. I'm just here, you know. I'm I'm checking in on my job. You know, I'm here ready to do the work, but you know. The, the, the job assignment ain't changed, the message ain't changed, and that will have the tendency to run people off that ain't ready for free, not ready to pay the price, not ready to go through what you've got to go through. You've got to go through something. There is no way these folks are going to just let us go. They're showing us that. You know, a lot of people want to talk to their loved ones. You know, I understand. I understand. That's our sanity. That's our peace. That's our, you know, it's a lot of things to a lot of different people. I understand. But but we also have to understand that you got to let something go in order to get to in this thing that we So that may be what you have to give up. That may be the, the thing that you hold on to the most, that phone call or that video business or just sending that extra money to know that your loved one going to have something. You know what I'm saying? To eat because of, of the inhumane food that's in the kitchen. So, I mean, you got to give something up. You got to give something up. You got to give something up. There's no other way around. Max, you have something you want to add? You want to chime in, give us an update on uh, ASNN, about abolition today or anything? Yeah, I can do that, brother. Uh, well, with the ASNN, we really have been kicking ass, taking names. <clears throat> Louisiana just got on board. <clears throat> we introduced Louisiana's uh, Decarcerate Louisiana, who, who you are very familiar with, uh, to the representative that would push their bill forward and sponsor. So that's a done deal, and they're already organized organizing right now to support the campaign to remove slavery from Louisiana, the prison capital of the freaking world. And then yesterday we got news that Kentucky 
is now starting their process. So we got Kentucky added onto the list. Uh, brother, uh, Pastor Kenny, I was speaking to him with the other day, and he was like, Max, we can get you Florida, brother. We can get Florida. So he's saying he can get Florida. We're going we're gonna to see. If Pastor Kenny can get Florida, we will be happy campers. But it's almost every day. Texas got their bill out today. Uh, I know you heard of that. Savannah probably told you, and you may have seen it on social media, but Texas got their bill done today. Day before yesterday, California got their bill submitted. That's how quickly it's happening right now. Like day after day after day, another state is saying, "I'm a we're abolishing slavery. Another state, we're abolishing slavery. Two states, we're abolishing slavery. All while we lead up to re, uh, repealing and replacing the 13th Amendment so that slavery is abolished in this country forever. And that's just that, the first step. You know, I heard you mention eight years that we've been working yeah. on this, but you know, the truth but is you know we've been working on this for Go ahead. You know what, though, Matt? Um, like, you know, that's fine, but the thing, you know what I'm saying, but you know you know how you know where I'm coming from. Like it's great oh, yeah. that we got all these things going on, but I I mean like you just let you just ran off a list of things, a list of accomplishments in the struggle, and all yes. of them were achieved by outside. You know what I'm saying? We got to the, the inside has got to become a part no, of this man. too. Brother alone but out in Louisiana is the key person behind Louisiana getting it done. And you no, know, no, no. I'm not talking about the people. No, 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 no. I'm not talking about people on the inside. Intricate in what's going on on the outside. I'm talking about people uh, on the inside have to have something going on on the inside. Work strike, boycott, protest. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Certainly, most certainly. Yep. And, and you guys do that on a regular basis, um, and you're leading the, the nation in that. The, the, the strike that you got planned this year looks like it may be the biggest one ever. And if I remember correctly, the last time you had like 24 states, including another uh, two countries. And like 40,000 people involved. So if we can get better than that, that's going to bring a lot of attention to the problem. And really that's what we're trying to achieve is bring as much attention to the problem as possible. Yeah. So they can start reviewing these cases, start looking at all these people that are railroaded, start looking at the Gadsden Six, start looking at everybody that's case should be re-examined. Because they're committing crimes against humanity on you guys. Um they're incarcerating you for profit and not for uh, anything to do with crime and punishment. And, and you was mentioned earlier that, you know, we've been doing the fight for like eight years, but honestly, I feel like I just picked up a baton from somebody who'd been doing it before me. And it goes back 155 years to when that first exception clause was put in and they did the okie doke on our asses. And then eventually we ended up with the largest prison population in the history of humanity on planet earth. So for me, I'm trying to think long-term, the long game, just like you have mentioned before. And I believe that once we get to the point where we're repealing and replacing the 13th Amendment successfully, and we get to a position where we can have congressional hearings on the 13th Amendment and its effect on U.S. citizens for the past 155 years, that uh, it will be explosive. Uh, The whole world would decry what we're doing down here. And people have got to get out of those cages. I mean, you'd be having, ready to have China and Russia go to war against us over something like that because it's a crime against humanity on that level. The reason I'm here today is because I kept thinking in my mind, somebody died today up in prison. You know what I mean? Somebody got brutalized. And what am I going to do? Eat some turkey? Nah, I'm here with y'all. Yeah, man, I just, um, you know, I just know what I... 
I know what our potential is. You know, I know we had a potential to do it by ourselves. We had a potential to solve this problem ourselves with no outside help. Word strikes, boycotts, protests. We had ability to do it, you know, and, you know, for those people that are involved in this, you know, that message has to become the message. There's nothing else to talk about in prison but defunding. That's the only thing to talk about in prison is defunding, you know, and so that's why I said that um, I understand where people are coming from when your loved one is being separated away from you and stuff. And no matter what, I mean, no matter what, January the 1st, okay, you may not be able to go down January the 1st. Try something on January the 2nd. All right, you you may not want to do all of them. You may not want to give up the store, the incentive package, uh, the canteen, or video. You may not want to give up all four of them, but give up one of them or give up two of them. You know, just just make a sacrifice. Make a real sacrifice to the struggle for anyone that you have an interest in getting out. And if you're on the outside, help make it happen. Help us get this work site put together. Help us get the boycotts. Help us get the, the, the protests. You know what I'm saying? Help us put the pieces to this stuff together. Because otherwise, we're spinning our wheels. We're spinning our wheels. We're playing the long game, and we don't have the long game left in us. There's not a lot of long game left in what's going on. You know? So we 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 at the we at the precipice. We at the point. We we we, we at the um you know we at the defining moment. The next defining moment for our struggle is today, not tomorrow or nothing. It's what we are doing today. Break the news. Yes, sir. Could I, may I ask you a question? Sure. Um, being optimistic, what would you like to see the situation at? By 2022, 2022. What would you like to see the situation? Well, you know, I'm I'm too optimistic, probably, for you to answer that question because Max, if if the if, if the guys, let's just say hypothetically, if um if the guys go down, you know, if the guys go down. I mean, we won't even make it to the summer of 2021. It'll all be over with. You know, we wouldn't even make it. This system would not survive until the summer of 2021, best case scenario. So that leaves a whole six months for 2021 to play out for people to get back integrated, get back in society. And 22, that means that, you know, the world, is the, the sky is the limit. And beyond, the sky is not even the limit then. So, I mean, just being an optimist, man, and understanding what it is that we're involved in and what we're trying to do, if we can just continue to get people to organize throughout the year 2021 around work strikes, boycotts, and protests, if we could just get people to commit to that throughout the whole year, everybody, you know, so every organization that's involved in this in whatever kind of way, whether it's the 13th Amendment, the state constitution, whatever it is, that's outside work. Yeah, people on the inside are, are involved in that every day, leading, guiding, directing, 
uh, facilitating, hosting, coming up with ideas. We are involved in that in every way that there is to be involved. But on the inside is where we're coming up short. And when we come together on the inside, that's when we're all powerful. We're all powerful on the inside, and our people are powerful on the outside. They don't have to look for a legislator to sponsor anything. So, I mean, it's just an area in the struggle where we've got to show up. You know, one way or another, whatever it's going to take, there's a deficiency in our movement, Uh, 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 a 800-pound elephant in the closet or whatever the little phrase is, that we're not talking about and addressing, that we have to make this the forefront of the movement. This is where the power is at. Max, Max and them came, Max Savannah and them came to a travel range and the brothers from Mobile and our guests came to Montgomery and did a protest rally in Montgomery, Alabama. But none of those people have control over a $600, $700 million industry. The guys on the inside in Alabama have control over $700 million industry. So if we take control of this $700 million industry and then Max and all of them come and protest and say they represent us, look how we've empowered them. Look how people have got to talk to them. Look how they ain't going to have to reach out to nobody. People are going to be coming to them, seeking them out, and try to figure out what they can do to un- unfreeze this $700 million enterprise that we've locked up. It's power all the way around. It's power all the way around, but people have to understand the center of power is the labor. Even on the 13th Amendment, when you're talking about the conversation of slavery, you're talking about free labor with the brutality and conditions that come along with it to make you want to produce that labor. But it's all about free labor. So whoever controls the labor is in control of it. Is in control of the, of everything concerning that issue. Whoever the Thirteenth Amendment says neither slavery nor involuntary servitude. Whoever controls that part of that constitutional amendment is the one that controls the issue. Now, who controls slavery or involuntary servitude? We do. The inside controls the slavery and voluntary servitude because we're the ones doing the labor. So the labor has to be part of the advocacy around the issue, around the law, around the clause, around everything that we're talking about. And it's got to be organized, and it's got to be work strike, boycott, and protest. There's no other formula for this for guys on the inside. See, you guys going for the safety complex again. Ain't nobody stupid, you know. Guys want to be saved. It's easy for me to ask Max to come to Montgomery and do all this and that, and I ain't doing nothing later that. I'm going to the store. I'm eating my uh, honey buns and I'm spreading my peanut butter across them. I'm sipping on my coffee, and Max and them are out there in Montgomery protesting and, and, and coming with the gospel. That's easy. But what about the part I'm supposed to play? What about me boycotting the phone? What about me boycotting the, the honey buns and the, and the peanut butter? What about me boycotting the collect water phone? See, that's my part. But the the people on the outside are not demanding that of people on the inside. The outside is not demanding that we do our part on the inside before they do their part. They're doing their part anyway. 
And we helping them, but we're not doing our part on the inside. It's a problem, you know. It's a problem that we're not talking about, we're not confronting each other about, you know, a lot of jive turkeys as as as, as, as our ancestors and great other Mufundi Lake used to tell us. Man, they come with all this jive talk. A lot of jive. So that's all I'm saying, man, you know. Um, a lot of guys are locked in in the drugs. I mean, come on, man. I mean, my God. I mean, there's no way that a person who does not use drugs can be looking at what's going on with the drugs inside the prison and not know that this is not sustainable. There's no way these people can stay alive long term on this shit. And now you're going to add some more on top of this stuff. With the COVID vaccine, and everybody's saying the vaccine is safe and all that, but I mean, you know, we don't know what we're going to get in prison. I just learned some things about the difference between generic drugs and the, 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 the regular, um, the, the, the original drug. It's a difference. And if we get the generic stuff, y'all think that, what's the name of these healthcare providers? Uh, and Core Civic and all of them, long term, do y'all think they're going to keep on buying the good stuff or they're going to the generic brand? There's no way we can survive this. Max, man, there's no way we can survive this, bro. There's no way uh, we can survive. I got a statement that came from Jailhouse Lawyers Speak that fits in right what you're talking about. I know that they're Uh assisting in organizing the strike, and they're going through the same problems you're going through in the areas they're at. And they said, prisoners do avoid strikes or resistance, against the system by saying everybody ain't doing it. Translation, I have an excuse that sounds good not to do anything. I'm waiting on everybody. There is no history of everyone participating in any form of resistance Mm -hmm. anywhere. That's what they said. That's right. I read that. I read Mm -hmm. that and shared that and loved it and all the other positive stuff you can do on social media with it. (laughs) And I would never... I ain't even asking for that no more. You know, like I talked about on the show last week, I'm asking that we do it. If I don't care if just one prison, if, if, if 10 people, if we can get 10 people in every prison to do it. I mean, I don't care how to, I mean, just we've got to take the money out. And the people who are taking the money out should have an incentive to work harder to get other people to do it because of simply the sacrifice that they make. You know, that should inspire them. That should be your inspiration. Your sacrifice should be your inspiration to get other people involved. And that's why I said we have to make that the the year of work strikes, boycott, and protest. 2021 has to be the year of that. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, the more the, the, more the merrier, true enough. But what about the people at the top? See, that's where the problem really is at. The book, 21 Laws of Leadership, explains it well. I, I need to pull it out and read the law. But they say if you want to, uh, if you have a problem, organization that has a problem, you want to understand the problem, look at the leadership. Look at the top. Now, if you look at the leadership around the prisons, you will see who is the ones going to canteen, going to store, depending on that stuff to to be their version of the, the capitalist. We call them the king rat of the dump. 
They want to be the richest person in prison. They want everybody to call their name. They want to have the most zoos and wham whams. They the king rat of the dump. That's where you'll find the problem. The activists and frontline people like myself, people support us. You know, point blank period. People support us. People do support us because of our sacrifices. So we're the ones, we're part of the upper class. We're the ones that's catching the stove in the canteen and shit. You know? So we are we we are more guilty because the people at the bottom, the videos show you they ain't got nothing. All the flocker videos show us that the majority of people in prison don't have shit. The bare minimum. So it's not the people at the bottom that's that's, that's the the problem right now. It's the people at the top. We button heads about who who dig the biggest. You know what I'm saying? We we button heads about this shit that goes on in dysfunctional communities. And in communities like the labor saying that have been traumatized. We've been marginalized. We've been we've been we've been put into a state of poverty. So we fighting for some kind of identity. And this movement and some of the other things that we able to do in prison that's allowed to give us a status over people that are coming from the same class that we coming from. So that means we we, we exploiting our own people now. You know, that's the only way you're gonna have something you're gonna be exploiting the majority of people who doing that in prison are exploiting our people. So it's it's, it's complicated. It's just complicated. It's, it's, it ain't nothing easy about it. And um but, you know, they they, they issue out those um they issue out those balance statements, Mac. Every month you can get a balance statement showing how much money you got on your books and stuff. I and show what's being spent. So I'm gonna be just interested. You know, that should be the that should be the criteria for folks to keep making these claims and stuff. You know what I'm saying? Post a post a copy of your um your um uh money report for the month and let's see who's doing what. You know, post a phone bill or you know what I'm saying? Let's let's see what's really going on. You know, we need to know what we got. Like when that Turner, when he brought the, brought him out and took him in the field. You know, we need to know who with us, who against us. Or the parable in the Bible when they was out by the water and he had to told them to get their water. And he washed them, and the ones that got the water cupped their hand and kept their head up and stayed alert. Those were the ones who went to war. We need to know who cupping their hand. You know what I'm saying? We need to know who cupping their hand and drinking the water right now. So 2021 has got to be the year. Work strike, boycott, and protest. There's nothing else to do in 2021. There's nothing else to do in the year 2021. You know, but we'll see. You know, we shall see. So um, I guess we're going to have a short show tonight. Um, want to take a music break? Yeah, let's take a music break, Mac, and we'll come back to close out. Um, you're listening to Live from the Plantation. It's been a Hannibal Ross son. Um, thanks for joining. Thanks for listening. If you catch it on the download, thank you for downloading. Uh, however you get a chance to come back to it, we'll be back after the break. Abolition. Abolition. Today. What is it you want me to reconcile myself to? I was born here almost 60 years ago. I'm not going to live another 60 years. You always told me it takes time. It was taking my father's time, my mother's time, my uncle's time, my brother's and my sister's time, my nieces and my nephew's time. How much time do you want? 
for your progress. Your progress. Y'all prepare this land for the humble and the meek. Babylon comes to take over, committing murder upon the street. Innocent lies murder, and you talking third degree. Uh, over and over, we see history repeat. They bought us drugs, bought us guns, bought us war and disease. Murder was the case, but they turned the other cheek. So I say it loud, I say it proud, man. Fuck the police. Yeah, they harassed me because I was brown. Asked the white girl if she safe. Told her, watch her for these hoodlums. This ain't the best of place. Had them reaching for their gun. While my niggas was at ease And my niggas they ain't playing Yeah they know they is the beast We just trying to get our day on Trying to make it on these streets Without equal rights and justice There ain't gonna be no peace It's all over social media Can't tell me you don't see Ain't gonna hold this inside of me So fuck the police New details in that South Carolina shooting A police officer seen on camera Shooting and killing an unarmed man Officer Michael Slager now charged with murder Fired from the force, ABC Steve Osasami is the worst If I was just a little bit older, I would have been a soldier, marching next to Martin Luther King. If I was just a little bit lighter, I wouldn't be a fighter, I wouldn't have to want for everything. And you think I'm a little bit too mad, just look at all that I have, it could be worse, you don't see what I see. I don't see, I don't see, that this life ain't up to me. A little child standing on the blocks are full of pain Tears in the ocean forming puddles in the rain They judge her skin color, not the contents of her brain They easily could kill a man, refuse to say his name The system ain't broken, it ain't meant to work for us The government is lies and police we cannot trust This ain't nothing new, this what this country's born to do Violent from the jump, but they don't want to face the truth uh, Under God, indivisible with liberty you say the pledge, but don't see it in your history. In your books, you don't teach about the misery. What you did to indigenous, the memory lingers. Your fingerprints staining our energy. Can't hide from the pain and the imagery. We never shut up, and they ain't shutting us down. They try to bury our voices, planted seeds in the ground. Come up. Now a Sachs police officer has been charged with murder for his role in the death of an unarmed black man in the American city of Minneapolis days of unrest. The police station was set on fire overnight and officers... I was just a little bit older, I would have been a soldier, marching next to Martin Luther King. If I was just a little bit smarter, wouldn't be working this all for scraps of what I get for everything. You think I'm a little bit too mad, just look at all that I have, it could be worse, you don't see what I see. I don't see that, you don't see that, this life ain't up to me, this life ain't up to me, yeah. Um, civil rights, women's rights, right to life, life or death, right or left, make a choice, stay in step, step it up, make a mark, ain't no shadows in the dark, how it feel, is it real, if it don't tear you apart, have a heart, take a break, take a stand if it's too fake, take a look, really look, how you ignoring the hate, up to me, only me, I know I can make a change, but what isn't up to me, is being born into these chains, and what isn't up to me, I'm making fuel to be free, and that's Silence still is violence, careful company you keep 
This is deja vu. This is 2020 and 1992. How we get killed by the police steal. How to take stand and get off no deal. You take away identity, physically and mentally. Strip us of our language, then say speak, but don't you ever read. Took civil rights to a civil war in 64, amendment number 13, but now that didn't close the door. In Charlotte, North Carolina, a man involved in a car accident over the weekend went looking for help and wound up dead. He was shot again and again by a police officer who is now facing criminal charges. I was just a little bit older, I would have been a soldier, marching next to Martin Luther King. If I was just a little bit bolder, I wouldn't be getting colder, I wouldn't have to die just to be seen. And you think I'm a little bit too mad, just look at all that I have, it could be worse, you don't see what I see. I don't see how you don't see, that just life ain't up to me. This is your first public statement in that 90-day period, is it not? First time I opened up my mouth in 90 days. That's why I'm talking so fast and so hearty. <laughs> you, feel, you feel, however, that uh, that we're making progress in, in this country no, and worldwide? No, no, no. Uh, I will never say that progress is being made. If you stick a knife in my back nine inches and pull it out six inches, there's no progress. Mm-hmm. You pull it all the way out, that's not progress. The progress is healing the wound that's a blow, that's a blow made. And they haven't even begun to pull a knife out, much less try and pull, uh, heal the wound. You have, have you have they won't even admit the knife is there. Abolition. Abolition. Today. Abolition. Today. Abolition. Abolition. Did I lose you, Benu? Are you back? Benu? All right. Well, it looks like that's it for tonight, guys. Peace. We'll uh, catch you next Thursday on Live from the Plantation. And January 3rd, we start Abolition Today again. So, uh, mark your schedule. I'm here, man. Can you hear me? Oh, yeah, I can hear you now. All right, sorry about that, man. You know, <laughs> But anyway, yeah, we're going to go ahead and uh, close out tonight. So, this will be our next to last show. Uh, closing out the year 2020, we got one more show to come on, and um, you know we'll see what what 2021 brings, man. But doing something other than work strike boycotting the protesting, you know, as a way of life in 2020, then you know, yo 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 demonstration can be improved upon. That's all we got left right now. Chances of survival in this in this in this environment, what we're going through right now, man. I just don't, you know, we can't take that chance. You don't know what the numbers are. Fifty, fifty, sixty, forty, seven, thirty. There's no telling how this thing gonna turn out, you know. But let's just do all that we can. And for our outside supporters, people listening and stuff, you communicate with activists. Okay, go ahead and bring the call room. Uh, two four four four. You're live from the plantation. 
Hey guys, this is Savannah. Hey, hey Savannah. Um, I just wanted to chime in before um, the the show ended to tell everybody happy holiday. Um, I recognize that it seems like you know the mood is kind of somber uh, this evening ahead of the holidays. Um, so I just wanted to remind everybody, you know, the reason for the season, right? And um, it's hard on everybody. Um, I, you know, I do this work and I advocate uh, on behalf of both my brothers uh, who are incarcerated, but um, I also have a son who's incarcerated who um, is having a very difficult time um, this holiday season. Um, So I just want to lift everybody up um, and just tell everybody to be encouraged. And also uh, the next show next week, if, if you guys are if you think about it, it's on New Year's Eve, right? So um, maybe we should start talking about solutions, you know, thinking about, you know, what type of discussions that we can have about solutions coming into 2021 um, and really just like hitting the ground running, right, ahead of the boycott and, you know, all the great legislation that's happening um, across the nation um, to abolish slavery. There's so many great things going on, but maybe we can, um, just kind of lift those causes up and and try to brainstorm on what we can do to help each other from the inside out. Wise words. Yes. Just everyone, please be safe. Um, think about your loved ones. Get a chance to take a collect call. Please take it. You never know you might save a life. And, Everyone just be blessed. You know, be blessed and be safe. Let's, uh, like she said, let's, let's, let's implement the solution. We know what the solution is. You know, we know what the solution is. Let's implement it. Let's, let's make 2021 that, that, that year. You know, let's hey, yo. Yes, sir. Brother Ben I'm, I'm going to need yes. you to do, do me a favor. Think okay. about what you want 2024 to look like and aim for that. Mow through 2021 20, and 22 and 23 to get where you want to be at 24. We got a lot of things planned for 24. We might even be ahead of time, you know, uh, collectively, inside and out. And we all got the same goals, <laughs> you know. It don't yeah. end with paperwork. It certainly did not end with paperwork. That's just a That's way right. to get there. It's just a tool that we're using to cause an effect. Mm-hmm. And the effect is freedom. Yeah. So we're thinking that by 2024, yeah. we'll be looking at right in the face for the first time. Yeah. But guys on the inside, Max, we, we got a we got a debt to pay in this. We have a debt to pay in all of this, too. We have a responsibility in all of this, too, you know. And those of us who are aware, so many people straddling the fence. You got to get off straddling the fence. It'll split you in half. You got to get off the fence. You got to figure out, are you going to be about the movement? Abolishing slavery, or is you going to be about whatever activities you're engaging in is keeping the plantation funded? Ain't no other way around it. The drugs and shit, all of that stuff is keeping this shit funded. You know? And and guys got to understand that when you're selling drugs, you're working against your own interest. Don't care what nobody says. If you're a freedom fighter, you're a front line or whatever you got going on, people always need the money. Nah, man. 
That's bullshit. That's just like what Jailhouse lawyers would speak about people making those other excuses. We got built in, ready made excuses, bro. If you doing that, man, you are working against your own interests. You don't need no financial transaction to, to, to no financial transaction of any kind needs to transpire inside of a prison. The economic <clears throat> gain that is made through these slaveries, it really mm-hmm. it begins long before you get inside that box. Even in the court mm-hmm. systems themselves, it's been said that if everybody demanded a trial, it would shut the system down. Because at this point, Overnight. 25% of people get trials. But most people Overnight. are forced by threat. Remember, Miss Marissa Alexander was looking at 20 yeah. years in prison for firing a warning shot. Uh, when she was being abused, she didn't hit nobody, right. but she was looking at 20 years. And then they brought her up to 60 yeah. years. And then they finally plea bargained her. And the plea bargain is how they get those people in court. Uh, yeah. But that process is a lot of money being spent. Them judges ain't free. That's the right. prosecutors ain't free. Those cases right. ain't free. The grand juries ain't. All that cost is a gener- generating money and money and money. So how do they get involved as well? And would you even uh, ask them to? Considering the threat they're under, as you well know. You mean as far as the to, trial aspect? Yeah, do you want people to just, you know, try to go ahead and take everything to court and shut down the court system? Well, see, Max, I'm like, 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 you, you, you said this before in your definition of slavery. You said it includes probation, parole, mm-hmm. drug court. I would like for everybody on probation and parole around the country to just stop paying. Everybody just stop paying. Stop paying parole fees, probation fees, money fees. The, the U.S. prison system is already so overcrowded with 2.5 million that with the 5 or 6 million people that are on probation and parole and all that other shit, they don't have anywhere to put. They don't have anywhere to put this many people, feed this many people, medical, mental They don't have anything. They, they don't have no way to deal with it. And see, that's why I like when you, you made that expansive definition and we got this parole thing coming up and people are trying to, ah, oh, it's parole, it ain't got nothing. Well, parole, according to the person that everybody be hollering, Max, 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 okay, well, Max, did you say parole is a part of the slave uh, Exactly. As a matter of fact, in, Alab- in Alabama, they just had a lawsuit two years ago that made the for-profit probation companies in Alabama pack up and get the hell out. Found that they were That's unconstitutional right. and they were exploiting people right there in Alabama. For profit yeah, but, private probation companies. Yeah. But people who say they bought some of this work, they don't equate parts of it as being part of the institution of slavery. So when they see us attacking a vulnerability over here, okay, well we can we can hit them right here. It's a part of it too, man. Y'all yes. need to be going back listening to the uh interviews that Max give his definition of what slavery is, so you'll understand why. We're choosing to get behind this parole protest right. This is a part of the system. This is not a, a frivolous pursuit. This is not some kind of sidebar. Um, Criminalizing people is a process, you know, and the the amount of programming people are subject to after centuries of racism systemically making you think you're the problem all the time. It's hard to even break out of that. I, I think that if anyone wakes up out of that mindset that has been They've been programmed into. It's a miracle, and I've been looking for miracles. It's not something you can easily get out of. You really have to have a mentor of some sort, huh? <laughs> I'm getting close, man. 
yeah. them getting close. You, you gotta have somebody to help you wake up. That's probably the only way. That's what we be doing around here. Yeah. We're all part of the, the, the solution. All of us can do something together. But we got to be on the same page, and that's where our problem is. We got people out here talking about, well, we could reform that, you know, criminal justice reform. Then we got somebody else saying, well, free them all, close down all the prisons, burn all the prisons. Then you got somebody else saying, well, end the labor, the prison labor. That's that's fucked up. They need to get paid for that stuff. And then you got us going, you know, we're looking at this whole thing. It's one big picture to us. This is the same thing that happened to our ancestors. Criminalizing you is a process. Putting you through that whole system is another process. It's a huge system, and you're fed right into it, like literally. Even poverty comes into play because the poverty is manufactured and crafted to stay that way so that they create criminal environments for your children to go to prison. Shut up, man. Shut up, man. We're fighting principalities and powers. But I believe that we can get get this thing done and we could create a world or a country at least that has never existed because there's never been freedom in this country. Ain't never been a moment never been a where freedom. everybody was Again, free. Ain't never been free. Again, ain't never been free. So, yeah, man, but, uh, I appreciate you. Thank you, brother. I, I want to always let you know we got you back. I'm always here for you as I have been for many years. You connect and the rest. And I appreciate everybody around us, and I do wish that you have a safe uh, holiday. Although I know you're tired of these hoops too, just like I am. But have a safe day. <laughs> All right, man, man, take it easy. Uh, peace and blessings, everyone. Peace, peace. I'm about to explode, so close to losing hope, so close to transitioning back into selling dope, closer to my last breath than the one I just took, this ain't just a rap, even though that that's the way it may look, I need some support, tired of sleeping on mama couch, every day I think she that much closer to kicking me out, I work a job, but it don't pay me that much. 765 I will put gas in my car and pay for my lunch. I've been needing your help forever. So tell me what's up. Some gotta give. Even if you can't give me that much. I'm sitting here thinking about loading it up and letting that banger ring inside of the corner store while I'm holding it up. My people asking me what's wrong, but I don't tell them too much. Cause deep down they've been through my struggle, but don't give a fuck. My face up to the sky asking my savior what's up. But my head dropped cause my neck been hurting from holding it up. Don't smoke no more but a phone call away from rolling it up. But you don't care, so I don't see why I just told you so much. Industry contacts keep promising to blow my shit up. They got the resources, so I don't see what's holding them up. Yeah, God bless me with a gift. I know my soul has been touched, but I feel like God from the Bible because I suffer so much. Don't want to die out in these streets. I never claim to be tough, but if war is what you want, I'm sliding heavy fucking shit up. Bottled emotions. I ain't with all of that opening up. He closed-minded to one of them bullets opened them up. To see my body in the casket, my soul will be crushed, and my daddy's too, so to avoid that I wrote this one for us but when my time to sign come I'ma be bold as that truck on the highway that switch lanes cause it's too big to be touched and one honk and your little horn and your new car gonna be crushed total
flipped over, engine smoking and stuff. Alabama prosecutors talking about tainting me up. Rap been my passion, but I've been thinking about hanging it up. $300 to my name from this little show I just done. Voted top of the underdogs. These other niggas is bums. If I'm the best you ever heard, why you serving me crumbs? Hood fucked up. Seen the homie mama serving her son. I pray and stay out the way. I know a blessing gon' come. St. Louis wicked. Don't ever ask why I'm toting a gun. Cause a pussy gon' shoot you down if he got access to one. Cut me down and I'm like the president. An army gon' come. OG told my mama he was gon' look out for a son. Cause in life, it's about where you going, not where you from. Stay down and keep grinding. We almost out of the slums, but people hate. So that process gon' happen backwards or something. Fuck a streetlight. I go in the house when I see the sun. Close encounters with their plenty so I don't ever run. Praying for help. Our generation getting played to the left. See, I got enemies who plot on my health. Soon there won't be nothing left. What's coming next? Can't buy no time for yourself. The system's set for you to die on the set. Don't want you flying on jets. I'm fighting hard for what I want to protect. Make good decisions, bro. Look out for yourself. Don't do the same as the rest. The world is crying, calling out for your help. You make some changes, they gon' mark you for death. Dear God, I pray for your help. Don't bother too many. I stay to myself. Father, is it selfish to pray for myself? My life has not been the best. Expose my problems because I need some help. And the pain is deep, so I battle myself. I be attacking myself. People told me I would be dead in jail. Try weed to solve it, but that didn't help. But it was all just a test. Can't control it. Don't take it out on yourself. And the pain haunt me, but I capture myself. Because I be praying for help.